I guess it's a signaling strategy that he's closer to making the decision and uh, he might have weighed all the options to him uh, with respect to this reshuffle and he's probably made, made up his mind that he has to let him go. Mabuza was important uh, for him as a consideration in terms of, uh, you know, whether or not he was going to try and stall getting uh, Paul Mashadile in the deputy presidency. And I think that him, you know, uh, uh, bidding farewell almost suggests that he's got a plan now in terms of uh, whether to appoint Paul Mashadile or, in fact, to he's, he's got an alternative. Do you think he's hesitant to appoint Mashatila as his new deputy in the presidency? Yes, uh, that hesitancy is very much uh, rational from the perspective of uh, self-preservation. Any president would be best served by a, a deputy president who's become a lame duck compared to one who presents a, 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 a launch pad for a campaign to unseat them in future. And Paul Mashatile, besides being uh, somebody who didn't come from his camp, is in fact that person who uh, he, he, he could be a launch pad for a campaign that's anti Ramaphosa. And that's more so concerning the fact that, considering the fact that there's still reports, uh, you know, pending on Palapala. Now, the president was expected to reshuffle his cabinet after the swearing in of uh, the new ANC MPs. But do you sense perhaps that some there's some form of growing frustration within the ANC and government at his delay in announcing a cabinet reshuffle? There would be. It's a make-or-break cabinet reshuffle. It's his uh, second term in the party, but he's not yet finished his term as president. Uh, a lot of considerations are taking place as far as he's concerned. One, how to make the cabinet reshuffle in ways that do not upset his, 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 his strong position at the level of the party. Two, how in exercising that right... He does not alienate powerful figures and set in motion a a, a, a campaign earlier than he desires. And then I I think state effectiveness comes last, unfortunately. Now, during the Sona debate, parties cautioned the president of a possible uprising due to rampant corruption, unemployment, load shedding, etc., etc., what are we likely to see the president uh, do and finish his term as, as this president that can make a difference? You know, um, in the mid-2000s, we talked about apex priorities uh, when uh, a, a, a regime is coming to its end. And I think that the president is going to want to focus on electricity as an apex priority. Mm. He rationalizes in response to opposition politicians why he's created another politician uh, who's going to oversee electricity. Um, and and, and uh, I think for me, um, he, the tendency to create structures uh, tends to try and shield the president from failures of effective leadership. And I hope that he recognizes that it's not a dramatic action that actually, you know, uh, uh, it delivers. It's when the president himself applies himself 
uh, to issues and provides leadership. Nothing is going to replace that. No, no delegation of functions to ministries or to councils or whatever the structures are is going to replace the need to make decisions and, 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 and boldly follow them.